To God be the glory. We're so happy to be in your presence today with the Word of God. And we don't take this lightly, but we thank God for this opportunity to share and to talk and to encourage and to remind us about how good God is. My name is Pastor Isaac Hammond from Neely at 1755 Thomas Deplin, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 70802. And we're a church that we love to reach out and to encourage and to tell the story about how good God truly is. And we hope that this word can bless you and sustain you and put you in remembrance of the favor of God in your life. We invite you to join us on Facebook and YouTube under Neely Church Ministries. There is a word for us coming out of Ezekiel, the 16th chapter. In Ezekiel's book, the 16th chapter, starting with the first verse, God reminds us that we have to cut the cord and live. God wants us to live and live the life that he's leading us to and be faithful to endure hardship and be faithful to endure the pain that comes with life sometime. To pick up our cross and to walk and to still have joy in our heart. Jesus Christ is our example. Every day wasn't perfect. He had trouble in his life. He had hunger in his life. He had trials and tribulation that came forth in his life. But he was a praying man, and he stayed faithful unto God and gave God the glory. That's an example for us. Even though Jesus was betrayed, talked about, and lied on, he kept the faith and said, Not my will, but Father, let your will in heaven be done. And that should be our same attitude as people of God as we still are going through a new year. This is the first month of 2022. Let this be the year that you have a determination to cut the past loose and to live. In Ezekiel 16 chapter, starting with the first verse, God tells us to Ezekiel, he says, And again the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, cause Jerusalem to know her abomination. In other words, God, want, uh, God wanted Ezekiel to remind the people of Jerusalem how much trouble they had gotten into. Uh, see, we, we, we oftentimes want God to do this for us. We want a blessing today. We want a blessing to this evening. We want a blessing tomorrow. And sometimes God has to put us in a situation because we've been some bad children. Uh, sometime in, when we were growing up, and I was growing up, I had to um, be put in the corner because I cut up a little bit too much. Or I had to go to my room because I was causing too many problems in the house. And that's the same way we are in the eyes of God. We are his children. And sometimes he has to put us in quiet, quiet time and um, rest time and uh, a place where we can calm down and get over our little issue. But our problem, we don't want to stay there too long. How how good would our parents have been if we got in trouble and soon we they sent us to our room or sent us to the corner? One minute later, they would say, all right, you can come back out. We never would have learned our lesson of how to act and how to treat each other and how to love our parents and how to work as a family if every time we got sent to 
quiet time or sent to the corner, sent to the room. Um, 30 seconds later, our father and mother or whoever raised us will let us go. And sometimes we have to go to a quiet zone, a quiet time to our room with God. And we wonder why we're in a situation and God will leave us there for five years sometime until we get over our tantrum and our issue that we're dealing with. Because how can we walk for God if we got some issues that we cannot control? And so God is telling Ezekiel, remind them that um, they have a whole lot of abominations in their life. Tell Jerusalem what they're going through is just their punishment for what they've done. Then he tells them in verse number three, And say, Thus said the Lord God unto Jerusalem, Thy birth and thy nativity is in the land of Canaan, and thy father was an Amorite, and thy mother a Hittite. God is reminding them um, that uh, before they were his people, they came from pagan places. Their father, Abraham, the father of the Jewish nation, came from Ur of the Childers, which was a place where his father was an Amorite and his mother was a Hittite. Um, they were boasting, saying, we children of God, we know God, and we, we walk in his commandments. But God is saying, um, you've, been, you've done some bad things in your life, and I got to slow you down and give you some discipline on how to act. What we've been through the last couple of years, God has just been putting us in our house, a quiet time, through this pandemic, through these sicknesses, through these trials and tribulations to get closer to him and to repent of our sins because we've done some things that we should not have done. And God is saying, now remember where you come from. Um, when you gave your life to Christ, you came from out the world. You were a Hittite, an Amorite, and just like Abraham, his parents. But God said, I drew, drew him to me. His nativity was in a place where they served pagan gods. Where was your nativity before you gave your life to Christ? And there may be somebody today who may not still know Jesus as their Lord and Savior. You are in your sin and in your place of nativity. But God is saying, start a new life right now with me. Let's be born again in my son, Jesus Christ. Have faith in him and even though you do wrong, I'm going to punish you, but I want you to keep the faith. I want you to try to live your very best life, worshiping me and serving me and praising me. Every day was not, it's not going to be the best day of your life. You're going to have some trials. You're going to have some tribulations, some sicknesses, some rejection, some trouble on the job. But through it all, life is much better when you go with it with Jesus Christ. The fourth verse, after he tells them where they came from and how they came from some pagan places, he says in the fourth verse, And so for the nativity in the day that thou was born, thy navel was not cut, neither was thou washed in water to supply thee. Thou was not salted at all, nor swallowed at all. God is saying, I pass by you. And I saw you on the day of your birth, still connected by the umbilical cord to your mother. Uh, the umbilical cord is something that we all needed in that season of life. 
when we were in our mother's womb. But the day we were born, we needed to cut the cord and start living in this world. We were no longer connected to the umbilical cord. And what gave us life at that time can now give you death if you don't let it go. If you don't cut that cord of, that the child has connected to his mother, he will get infected and die. It was good when he was in the womb because he ate what the mother ate. He was nourished by the um, substance of the mother. He was blessed by what the mother had, and it sustained him in that course of life. But as time changes, his season changed, and he no longer is in the womb. Now he's out in the world, and he has to get that cord cut and let it fall off because what was giving him life in the past will not cause him to die. And that's the same thing that we have in our life. When we give our life to Christ, we have to cut the old things away. The things that we couldn't live without in our old life. Uh, some addictions, some um, things that we were accustomed to doing. Some out of control languages, some um, thoughts of the flesh and some um, desires to please the flesh. And all those things were your life in the past. You lived for the weekend and you sought those things and desired those. But now as a Christian and as you walk with God, those things will cause you to die. That should not be a still connecting, a connected cord to that old sinful lifestyle. Cut the cord and let it go. And now get connected to Jesus Christ, the son of the living God, and let him nourish you. Let him feed you with his word. And then God says, nobody washed you. So that meant the baby was still in his mother's blood. So God is saying, I sent my son Jesus to wash you. Wash you with the water that sanctified you. When Jesus was on the cross and the Roman soldier pierced him in his side, the Bible tells us that blood and water came running out. Water to sanctify us and washes and blood to redeem us. The blood of Jesus washed us from our old sin when we came out and gave our life to Christ. Not only does verse 4 say that we need to be washed, but we also need to be salted. In the old days, they put salt on the baby just to um, fight the infection away, to sterilize the baby as he entered into a new realm of life. God says, nobody salted you. But he says, I've done it. Then he said, nobody swallows you. Put your swaddling clothes around you. Swaddling clothes meant to put you um, something to wrap around the baby to keep the baby warm. You had nobody to do that. But God said, when you gave your life to me, and when you give your life, I will wrap you in swaddling clothes. Then in verse number six, it says, And when I passed by thee, I saw thee polluted in thy own blood. And I said unto thee, Thou was in thy blood, live. Yea, I said unto thee, when thou was in thy blood, live. Every time we see God saying something twice in his word, in that Bible, we need to recognize what he's saying. God says, I passed by you, and I told you to live. Life was not in that first breath that you took, because you did it. God says, I told you to live. 
And when you give your life to Christ, you are a new creature. And behold, all things have become new. And God tells you to live again. Cut the cord of the past, things that you're connected to that bring you down, that have no life in it for you, that's not going anywhere, that's slowing you down, putting stumbling blocks in your life. Cut the cord and live. You no longer need those things to live for God. Let God use you, for he will wash you, he will salt you, and he will put you in swaddling clothes. See, the washing is the blood of Jesus and the water that sanctified you. And then the salting is the anointing of God. God will anoint you to do the will of him in this world. Then wrapping in swaddling clothes is the giving of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is death for you to be the best that you can be, to guide you, to lead you, to comfort you, to tell you and encourage you. Let God do those things for you. Let him wash your blood off, wash your sins away. That's what the blood does. And let him anoint you by salting you and making you the favor and the flavor for the world. And let him wrap you with swaddling clothes, cover you with the Holy Spirit, his spirit in this world today. And then he wants you to live. You haven't started living till you give your life to Christ. And I hope this bless you today. And if you believe by faith and you want to give your life to Christ, I want you to say these words along with me. If you truly believe, let us pray. Heavenly Father, I come now. I thank you, Lord God. Forgive me of my sins. I repent of everything I did, knowing and unknowing, that was not right in your eyes and lining up with your word. Lord God, I believe that Jesus is your son, and he gave the Lord's Supper, and then the next day went to the cross of Calvary and died for my sins. I believe he was placed in a borrowed tomb and got up early that Sunday morning with all power in his hand. Wash me, cleanse me, create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me. Let me be part of the holy family of God until you return, Lord Jesus, and I see you face to face. Have my life. Have your way with me. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 To God be the glory. We love you and kneeling. We want you to stay encouraged. You're blessed and you're highly favored. Cut the cord of your past and live. Ezekiel 16. And remember, keep a smile on your face. For that smile may be blessing somebody along the way. Be blessed.